Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Mika Zibanejads or your Artemi Panarin's here. No siree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The stream scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and often referred to the greatest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, a.k.a. the Cupful. Hopefully everyone is coming off a week one win. Not me, my team stink once again, and time is a flat circle. It's weeks like these where streaming can be tough because how can I focus on streamers when I need to use all of my weekly ads to pick up people who I might need to stick on my team potentially all year long? And that's a question I'm seeing a lot, right? Early in the season, how do you use your weekly ads between streamers, players you want to hold, and even just filling out your roster from injuries? And it depends on a lot, right? First, just to keep things consistent, I'm going to say for our purposes here, you only get four player ads each week. Very rarely should you ever spend all four of those ads on streamers right off the bat, even though in weeks like this, it may be very tempting to get those underperforming players off your team as quick as possible. However, I would typically say to only use half, or in this case, just use two picks a week on streamers. I try to keep one ad for injuries and one ad for someone that might all of a sudden be in a great deployment and I need to hop on that player right away before someone else snags him up. Now, of course, maybe no one on your team gets injured and maybe no one on the waiver wire catches your ride throughout the week so Saturday Sunday comes around and still got those two weekly ads burning a hole in your pocket that's not a bad thing hopefully whenever that happens you're in a matchup where you're either going to easily win or even easily lose that way you can spend those ads to get some streamers for next week before most people even have a chance to so basically just Don't go crazy on Monday. You'll probably need a couple of ads that aren't just for streamers throughout the week. But before we can get to the picks of the week, first we have to see how our picks did last week because we are all about accountability here on the stream scheme. Capo Caco. I'll tell you what, this was not looking too good after the Rangers' first game where Caco only had 13 minutes of ice time with just one hit and one block to his stat sheet. But kudos to Caco for turning his week around with a dazzling goal to go along with seven shots, 
four hits and four blocks for the week. So that makes Kako an easy win for this week. So not only is Kako no longer dead to us, heck, I think you got to hold on to him at this point. I mean, if you can, that is. The Rangers do only play three times this upcoming week with only one light day game in there. So if you got to drop Kako, I won't hold it against you. But he's now seeing about 16 minutes of ice time a night. And as long as he can keep that up and stick to that Zabinijad and Kreider line, then I would certainly hold on to Capo Kako. Max Domi, pretty close one here. Domi had one goal on five shots, two hits, and a block over three games. So, I mean, that's eight cupful points over three games. A slightly less than generally what we'd like to see. You know what? I'll give Domi the benefit of the doubt here and give him a win for the week because the process was correct here. He's still on the top line, top power play. The Blackhawks just got shut out by Vegas, and then somehow that top line and top power play was held scoreless as well against San Jose. I think the moral of the story for this Domi pick is that we just shouldn't trust Chicago this year. Like, they're going to be bad bad like I'm already feeling bad about pumping up uh, Patrick Kane in the offseason but uh, well at least uh, we shouldn't trust Chicago until the next time they have a good streaming schedule this will probably get thrown out the window but yeah either way Chicago only plays twice next week so you can safely drop Max Domi Evgeny Dadanov, no denying this one here my Dadanov pick plain old stunk hand up I got fooled by some preseason lines that uh, Dadanoff was just filling in on because of an injury. These things will happen when we're picking streamers without any actual games played yet. But hey, we knew that going in. I'll take the loss here on Evgeny Dadanov, and you can definitely drop it. Yes, Barry Kokanyemi saw the deployment on the second line in Carolina and about 16 minutes of ice time a game that we did expect. And Kokanyemi did get an assist, but just two shots in one block over two games for him. So it was close, but hey, for, for those that are new to the show, I may be tough, but I'm also fair. So I'll call this one a loss for the week since... We gave Domi to win there in a close one, so we like to keep it even here. But Kakanyemi certainly wasn't a bad pick by any means. The process was correct there by Mr. Weeb, so I don't want to hear any chirps about this pick. Capiche, with that said, yeah, you can definitely drop Kakanyemi as Carolina has a bad schedule next week, playing three times on all of the busy days. Victor Arvidsson got injured this week, so a lesser man might go ahead and take the free pass here since I do have an excuse not to take the loss, but I can't deny this one because after he got injured and missed the game, uh, Arvidsson did come back, and when he did, he couldn't even get a point when everyone was scoring in that awesome Kings and Wild game on Saturday. And if you can't get a point when your team scores seven goals, I don't want you on my fantasy team. Sorry. I have to draw the line there. So you can safely drop Victor Arvidsson. Moving on to my defensive streamers, Mike Matheson also got injured. Or maybe he was already injured. They just didn't announce it whenever I made this pick, uh, those jerks, because this was no small injury. Matheson is on IR and out for a while. So hopefully you can stick Matheson on your IR. But if you can't, then you can definitely drop Matheson. 
Adam Bokvist and Eric Chernak. I'm going to lump them together here. They both stink. We knew this going in. So two clear losses for both Bokvist and Chernak, but hopefully no one was actually desperate enough that they had to pick up a couple of low-end defensive streamers like that the very first week. But yeah, needless to say, a loss here both for Bokvist and Chernak. My shallow league streamer of the week, Jacob Voracek. What a huge disappointment. I mean, a clear loss here on the week for Voracek. He didn't do a darn thing for us. Hopefully, uh, we can avoid the losing streaks on our shallow league streamers like we had last year. But I'll, I'll just chalk this one up to bad luck with the line A injury. They shifted the power play around because of that, and Voracek ended up losing his spot there. Oh well, uh, you can drop Voracek now though, for sure. Our goalie streamer of the week, Alex Nedeljkovic, one of the few streamers who gave a darn about us this week. I knew this pick was going to hit as soon as Huso put up that shutout on Friday. The Ned sled rolls over for no man. And I knew he was going to put up a good fight and a good showing on Saturday, which he did, just giving up two goals and 37 saves and the win for him. The Red Wings might be good this year. Definitely excited to watch them play. But as far as Nedeljkovic goes, uh, yeah, it's going to be a full-on 50-50 timeshare in Detroit for a while, uh, bearing any injury. So I would say that you can still drop Nedeljkovic. My first ludicrous streamer of the week was Sean Mon. Sean Monahan had a winning week for us with a goal, nine shots, and two hits over three games. And Sean Mon, uh, while not getting primo deploymento, was still getting pretty good deploymento on that second line and is on the top power play as well in Montreal. And I'm not going to lie, I actually added him myself in a league or two because I love Sean Mon. And I was like, hey, he's back, man. And he's still seeing great minutes and top power play in Montreal, but I think I need to cool my jets on Monaghan just a little bit because Montreal does have a bad schedule next week, just three games on all busy days. So it sounded good at the time, but looking at his schedule this next week, I think uh, we can all safely drop Sean Monaghan, but keep him on your watch list. You might want to pick him up that week after. So overall, we went 2 for 5 on our regular forward streamers, 0 for 2 on defensive streamers, uh, 0 for 1 on our shallow league streamer, but we did hit our goalie streamer of the week and went 1 for 2 on our ludicrous streamers. So you can call that a win for our ludicrous streamers, but bringing our weekly total to 4 and 7 on the week. So a clear loss here for the stream scheme this week. But like we said last week, we kind of had a feeling that might be the case going in, seeing as how streamers are so dependent on line deployment and time on ice. It's tough for us to pick winners without any actual games yet. But hey, no excuses here on the stream scheme, of course. I'm just saying that if we were to have uh, an excuse, we'd happen to have a pretty darn good one. But we shall not be discouraged, and neither should you if you find yourself 0-1 after week one, because now the games have actually been played, we're much more confident in our streamer picks to give you this week to help turn that ship around. So enough pitter-patter, let's get at her. Let's get to the schedules for the upcoming week, starting on Monday, October 17th, 2022. 
On Monday, we have 18 clubs playing. A little busy Monday for us. 16 clubs play on Tuesday. Six clubs playing on Wednesday. 24 clubs play on Thursday. Six clubs playing on Friday. 26 clubs play on the heavy Saturday. And lastly, 10 clubs play on the last day of the weekly matchup, Sunday, October 23rd. The best schedule of the week is a tie between the Florida Panthers and the Seattle Kraken. Both of those teams play four times this week on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, which is uh, not a streamagami, unfortunately. So no streamagami music today, and that is because astute Stream Scheme listeners will know that Monday, while typically a slow day, is indeed a busy day this week with 18 clubs playing on that day. So don't just pick up, uh, you know, a streamer and assume that uh, they'll start all four of those games for you this week without checking your lineups each day first. But still, each the Panthers and the Kraken play four times this week with three off days so still very good some other teams with good schedules this week are the philadelphia flyers who also play four times with three light days but do play on the heavy saturday we also have the ducks the blue jackets the avalanche the islanders and the sharks who all play four times this week with two light days in there so i like players from all those teams this week. The worst schedule of the week goes to the St. Louis Blues again somehow as the Blues only play two times this week with one of those games being on the heavy Saturday. Tough way for Blues managers to start out the season, but hey, look on the bright side. Your Blues will be the leader in the clubhouse for games played uh, remaining <laughs> after this week. But And hey, why not target some Blues players on those 0-2 teams in your leagues You know, for trades? Perhaps a manager that isn't paying that close attention to their team will just look at the low point totals and not necessarily, hopefully, the games played. So worth a shot at the very least. Some other teams with a bad schedule this week are the Chicago Blackhawks, who only played two games this week. We've also got the Coyotes, the Hurricanes, the Stars, the Wild, the Canadians, the Penguins, the Maple Leafs, and the Capitals, all who play three times this week on all of the busy days of Monday, Thursday, and the heavy Saturday. So drop those fringe players with bad schedules and get ready to pick up some streamers with good schedules in their place. And if you guys are torn on whether to drop someone this early, I'm always down to give you guys advice on ads, drops, trades, whatever the case may be. Always feel free to hit me up on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme, and I'm usually pretty quick with a response for you over there. So without further ado, let's get to the picks of the week. My top forward pick of the week is a slam dunk. It's Travis Konechny of the Philadelphia Flyers. And since that pick is chalk, I'll also lump my second forward pick of the week here as well. His teammate, Kevin Hayes. These picks are very easy. Konechny, like I said, is a chalk pick. I typically don't like, uh, you know, talking about names that you're going to hear on every single podcast. But hey, at 25% rostered, Konechny is technically within streamer range, so I'd be remiss if I didn't mention him here. I won't spend too much time on him. He's a easy pick with, he's got Points, perifs, deployment, ice time, whatever you want. Konechny has got it. So prevent your league from becoming a clown league and pick up Travis Konechny. 
And don't forget about Kevin Hayes as well. If someone else has already scooped up Konechny, Hayes is pretty much in the exact same situation as him. It's just that Konechny has the goals and Hayes has the assists. So Hayes doesn't get quite as much attention. Only 3% rostered right now, which is crazy low, but... I like Hayes as much as Konechny this week. Hayes is also getting that primo deploymento down there in Philly, playing on both the top line and top power play as well, seeing heavy, heavy minutes each night. And not just all that, but the Flyers also happen to have one of the best schedules of the week, playing four times with three light days in there as well. So pick up not just Travis Konechny this week, but don't forget about Kevin Hayes as well. My third forward streamer pick this week is Ryan Strom of the Anaheim Ducks. Three points in two games already for Ryan Strom, and I think he's going to be involved in a lot of the scoring that Anaheim will be able to do this year. Now, Ryan Strom isn't necessarily on the top line in Anaheim just because he's also a center, so he's not really going to skate with Zegras a lot on even strength. But regardless of whom he is skating alongside at even strength, we know that Ryan Strom will be a guarantee to see heavy minutes and also be a fixture on that top power play in Anaheim as well. I was very surprised to see that Ryan Strom is still only 19% rostered right now, which is pretty nuts if you ask me, especially on a week when Anaheim has a great schedule. They play four times this week with two light days as well. So if he's still there in your league, I would absolutely scoop up Ryan Strom. And to round out our regular forward streamer picks this week, I've got another team pair for you. For my fourth and fifth forward picks this week, I've got Jaden Schwartz and Alex Wenberg of the Seattle Kraken in that order. Mind you, I'd rather have Jaden Schwartz. He has no more points, he shoots a lot more, and even has a good amount of hits as well. They're both skating on the top line for the Kraken, which include each other and Bjorkstrand as well. The power play is a little weird for the Kraken currently. Not only are they splitting their power play in two, but even though Bjorkstrand, Wenberg, and Schwartz are skating together at even strength, they split them up on the power play. Makes no sense, but whatever. Either way, I'll take the power play that has Bjorkstrand on it. And that's the one that Wenberg is on. So that helps make up for his lack of shooting a little bit. But both guys are great options this week. Uh, Schwartz is a little bit higher at just Oh, all the way up at 4% rostered. And uh, Wenberg is a bonus ludicrous streamer this week at 1% rostered right now. And they both have a great schedule playing four times with three light days this week. So pick up Jaden Schwartz and Alex Wenberg. Moving on to defense, my top defensive streamer pick of the week is Brandon Montour of the Florida Panthers. My second defensive streamer is Justin Schultz of the Seattle Kraken. And my final defensive streamer is Alexander Romanov of the New York Islanders. Brandon Montour is an easy one. Pretty chalk pick as far as defensive pickups in general go for this week, not just streamers. Montour happens to fit the bill for both this week as not only does he have a great schedule but even if you even if he didn't have a great schedule you'd still want to pick him up as he's getting top power play time in Florida he's still just 14% rostered so do your part in preventing your league from being a clown league and pick up Brandon Montour 
Justin Schultz is also getting top power play time in Kraken. Although, as I just talked about for a couple forwards there, Seattle are splitting their power play in two currently, but I would rather have the power play that has Bjorkstrand and Schultz is currently uh, heading that group. He has three points in three games already for Schultz to go along with some perifs as well. And like I said, Seattle's got a good schedule this week. Yet, he's only rostered in 6% of leagues, so pick up Justin Schultz. And Alexander Romanov, the brand new York Islander, is worth a pickup this week as well. Uh, Romanov has recently been making a claim to be our new blocks savant as he's put up 14 blocks in just his first two games. Romanov also hits a good bit as well. He doesn't shoot that much, so... But when this week, when the Islanders play four times with two games on light days, mind you, we're just hoping that Romanov can pile up enough perifs for us to make this pick be a winner. He is a little bit on the higher end of rostered at 13% currently, just because I think obviously people in those Cats leagues are quickly scooping this guy up. But if he is there, I would certainly approve of picking up Alexander Romanov this week. My shallow the streamer of the week is Matty Beneers of the Seattle Kraken. And yeah, sure, he's at the absolute limit of being a shallow league streamer at 49% rostered right now, but technically it still counts, and I need a shallow league streamer that I can count on this week. After that Voracek debacle last week, I completely forgot how difficult it can be to pick a shallow league streamer, and I cannot start 0-2 in that department. So I'm calling in Beneers who I can trust to come through for me, I hope at least, even if he's not necessarily top line, even if he's not necessarily top power play for that matter. I don't care. I love Matty Beneers. He's going to get his no matter who he's playing with. And as we mentioned three previous times already this week for the other Kraken that we're picking, they have a great schedule this week. So if he's still there in any league, I would definitely pick up Matty Beneers. My goalie streamer of the week is an easy one. It's Jake Allen of the Montreal Canadiens. Look, hey, you want goalie streamers of the week that aren't layups like this one? Then you need to do your part in not making your league a clown league and pick up Jake Allen so that we can get him up over that 50% roster threshold because Jake Allen is only being rostered in 28% of leagues right now, which is just a joke. An absolute clown show mockery is what it is and I will not stand for it. Now with that being said let's not forget one big thing here. All goalies of course are bad even though it makes all the sense in the world to pick up Jake Allen he very well could get lit up against the Pens and then maybe they let the backup play against Arizona and then maybe Jake Allen could very well get rocked against Dallas as well. He's not a sure thing this week by any means but Still, one very true fact remains. Your league is a clown league if Jake Allen is a free agent. So for the love of Moose Vasco, please pick up Jake Allen. And lastly, the only streamers you'll find exclusively here on the stream scheme, some ludicrous streamers. Let's get it. Prepare ship for ludicrous speed. Fasten all seatbelts. Seal all entrances and exits. Close all shops in the mall. Cancel the three ring circus. Secure all animals in the zoo. Give me that, you petty institution officer. Now hear this. Ludicrous speed. Sir, how'd you better buckle up? Now buckle this. Ludicrous speed. 
My ludicrous streamers for the week are Gustav Nyquist of the Columbus Blue Jackets and Rudolph's Balzers of the Florida Panthers. Gustav Nyquist finds himself in a great spot currently in Columbus. Obviously, Line A went down with an injury. Originally, Justin Danforth uh, had to first crack at it. That didn't last very long. Now they've turned to the veteran in Nyquist, and he has produced two goals in his last two games for Nyquist with three shots in each of those games as well. So short sample size, sure. 100% line dependent, sure. But while he's skating with Johnny Hockey and getting great ice time, I want in on it, especially on a week when the Blue Jackets have a great schedule, playing four times with two light days in there. He's only being rostered in 2% of leagues right now, so pick up Gustav Nyquist. And for Rudolph's Balzers, it's just a matter of line deployment for him. He's currently playing at even strength in Florida with Sam Bennett and Matty Kachuk, and I think that will be all he needs in order to luck into a couple of points this week. Now, of course, as a ludicrous streamer, there's typically a reason for being so, and in this case, Balzers has yet to score any points. He doesn't shoot a ton, and even though he's on Florida's second line, Balzers is not seeing a lot of ice time as well. But hey, if you're in a deep, deep league and need a streamer, Balzers at least has a better opportunity than most, and he has a great schedule playing four times this week with three light days in there as well, and he's only 1% rostered right now. So pick up Rudolph's Balzers. So there we have it. To recap our streamers for the week starting on Monday, October 17th, 2022 are the following. Forward streamers, Travis Konechny, Kevin Hayes, Ryan Strom, Jaden Schwartz, and Alex Wenberg. Defensive streamers, Brandon Montour, Justin Schultz, and Alexander Romanoff. Our shallow league streamer of the week, Matty Beneers. Our goalie streamer of the week, Jake Allen. And our ludicrous streamers of the week, Gustav Nyquist and Rudolph's Balzers. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server. Check out the Stream Scheme channel over there. Or you can find me on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. And make sure to follow Ben and Lewis at Short Shifts KK. And obviously at Keeping Carlson. And tune in to their Megapod every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you everyone for listening and don't forget what the legendary Moose Vasco once said. The future belongs to those who believe in their streams. See ya!